You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. An experiment shows that cheese exposed to hip-hop music tastes better. Police stop a woman who is trying to stuff a live swan into her car. And a New York woman was sucked into her parents' grave and is suing the cemetery. Yes, the weirdest stories. The weirdest of the weird. Only on Weird AF News do you get it every day. Told to you by a comedian who's half asleep. (laughs) This is Jonesy, Weird AF News. Let's do it. He finds that cheese exposed to hip-hop music tastes better than other types of music. This is a Swiss experiment. First of all, I didn't know that you could, like... Apparently, you can age cheese to music. (laughs) So, anyways, that's the idea behind this crazy experiment where they've aged different cheeses to different (laughs) types of music. Here's the list of of the tracks used for this experiment. This experiment, by the way... Uh, was part of a collaboration between students of the University of Arts Bern and veterinarian Beat Wampfler, who came up with the idea. The project was baptized Cheese in Surround Sound, a culinary art experiment. So here are the eight tracks, or I'm sorry, nine tracks that they exposed the cheese to. Um, So there was no sound. Then there was ambient music. Classical music, uh, Mozart's The Magic Flute, to be specific. There was techno. Rock music, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. That's a that's a pretty good choice, although I would say that song has a lot of slow parts to it, so I would, I would have um, gone with something a little more heavier, like, uh, I don't know, maybe Communication Breakdown. Um, then they did it. They did some just frequency, just straight frequencies to the cheese, like a two hundred kilohertz, a thousand kilohertz, twenty five kilohertz, and then they chose a hip hop track, uh, a tribe called Quest. We got the jazz. Um, I love tribe, by the way. I think that's a great choice. They went old school with it, which I'm I'm cool with. Um, so a blind tasting. Eight months later, found that the wheel exposed to hip hop apparently had the most unique taste profile. Did you know that? It's kind of weird. But how does that even work? How does that, how does being ex- aged to music, being exposed to music during the aging process make it, the sound waves affect the way the cheese molecules and bacteria do do its thing? <laughs> this is really fascinating to me. Wampler said, Wampler's the, the partner in this whole experiment said that the bacteria did a good job. Uh, the sensory analysis revealed that the cheese that was exposed to exposed to hip hop was remarkably fruity, both in smell and taste, and significantly different from the other samples. We were overwhelmed, says the professor, who provided the scientific support for the experiment. Or you you provided the scientific support. What kind of? I'm sure they needed tons of that. I mean, what you you're playing music to cheese? What? <laughs> it's not that complicated the professor says at first i thought it was a typical swiss reaction because cheese plays such a big cultural role here but even journalists from south africa approached us for interviews and information about the experiment oh this guy's just happy to get some press well good for you scientist i want to try all eight cheese nine cheeses is that wrong of me yeah i'm gonna i I don't believe that these things taste different i want to see you prove it to me. Anybody like uh, cultivate cheese out there? Can you 
Can you kind of confirm that this experiment would, would work? I want to know. I can't believe it. I really can't. And what other things can we expose to music to see what happens? You know, I want to know. I'm trying to think of something weird that you would like, uh, I don't know, play music to my Mac, Mac and cheese and see what happens. Oh, the Mac and cheese exposed to classical music tastes the spiciest. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> Sorry. Police stop a woman trying to stuff a live swan into her car. A live trumpeter swan was nearly abducted from the LaSalle Marina in Burlington. Steve Elms, who's a constable, told the news that concerned citizens in the area approached a police officer around 11 a.m. saying they saw a woman trying to put a large bird into her vehicle. They also told the officer they saw the woman trying to remove a tag on the swan's wing. He says it's a weird one for sure. Officers arrived and intervened. They spoke with the woman and cautioned her in regards to harming animals. Is that all you did? <laughs> I mean... Shouldn't she be arrested? Excuse me, miss. Uh, we just want to caution you about harming animals. Okay, be on your way. No swan was taken or harmed, he added. In the end, the woman does not face any charges. That's because the swan is technically no one's property and therefore can't be considered for a criminal theft charge. Really? That's strange. What kind of laws you have in Burlington? I mean, you can't just be nabbing large birds out of the forests and right i mean by the way aren't swans endangered are they i just feel like every animal is endangered at this point <laughs> like as long as there's awful humans on the planet where everything's endangered so it says the only possibility for an officer in that situation would be to lay a cruelty to animals charge he said but the swan wasn't harmed oh no the swan wasn't harmed being shoved into a mazda miata <laughs> i guess it depends on the kind of car and her her method of pushing the swan in the car. Shouldn't this woman be taken in for like a psychic evaluation at least or something? What kind of crazy asshole puts a swan in their car? You got to be a special kind of maniac to do this kind of stuff. Right? Oh boy, you're not going to believe what, what what is in existence here. A spokesperson for the, get this, for the Trumpeter Swan Coalition... <laughs> Come on. You got a swan coalition? How does that even start? Who's a member of this? Do they have a budget? What is this? Well, a spokesperson for the Trumpeter Swan Coalition said her group received reports about the incidents. She said, uh, quote, I cannot possibly imagine why someone would do that. Yeah. Well, the trumpeter swan, you'll be happy to know, was basically hunted out of existence in North America by the late 1800s. But by the 1930s, their numbers were down to just 69 birds in a small flock in Alaska. Hunting the birds were banned, was banned, and their numbers started creeping back. They increased. And then in, in 1982, a biologist, Harry Lumsden, was the catalyst in bringing the trumpeters back to Ontario. Uh... Landowners help raise some of these trumpeters. Now there are about a thousand of these birds in Ontario. So they are endangered. So isn't that, isn't this woman breaking the law by shoving an endangered trumpeter swan into her front seat? I mean, I don't, I can't figure that out. 
These are wild birds. People should respect them and keep their distance, said an activist. They are an amazing species that was literally brought back from the dead. That's right. So what you can't have is people trying to make the bird be shotgun. You know, you can't be doing that. <laughs> I want to call the trumpeter swan coalition. Just get to the bottom of what they're doing. Like, what are you guys doing over there? I want to know. Just, uh, do you have like a bunch of swan coloring books? You're just coloring in swans all day? Like, <laughs> that's stupid. And why wouldn't you, why wasn't the Swan Coalition more up in arms about this? Instead, the woman was like, I don't know why, any, why anyone would want to do this. It's weird. She should be outraged. I mean, we live in an outraged culture. Everybody's outraged. That's why they create coalitions in the first place to be, you know, get, get gatherings of people who can be outraged at the same damn thing. They're usually useless groups like the Swan Coalition, probably. <laughs> Actually, you know, the Swan Coalition, I shouldn't be so harsh in my judgment without finding out what they're about first, because what they could be about is making sure that they don't go near extinct again, which is a very helpful organization then, if in, in my opinion. Uh, anybody a member? <laughs> Into her parents' grave is suing the cemetery. Joanne Cullen, age 64, claims she bent down to fix a bow on a wreath by the headstone when she sank hip-deep into the grave of her parents. This is a nightmare, right? This is like a horror movie. A woman suffers with nightmares after being sucked into her parents' grave. You better believe it. It's a sinkhole that was the culprit. It swallowed her up. That's what the lawsuit says because she's suing the cemetery. In the real-life horror show, Joanne Cullen claims she bent down to fix that bow and then found herself sucked into her parents' grave. She's now suing it. Not suing the grave, but suing the St. Charles Resurrection Cemetery in New York, which is run by the Diocese of Brooklyn, for $5 million after this terrifying incident. Jesus, $5 million? Come on now. Is it that terrifying, like $5 million? These people just want free money. This is what's going on. These lawsuits are out of control. $5 million. Because you were terrified? I mean, after being sucked into the grave... Cullen fell forward and smashed her head on the tombstone. Well, maybe she's um, got brain damage or something. Then it's $5 million, I guess, is, is appropriate, right? She cracked a tooth, said her lawyer. Oh, boy. It's a $5 million tooth, I guess. She then tried to bounce back, and she started sinking into the ground and grabbed the sides of the tombstone, the lawyer said. Thanks for the play-by-play, -play, lawyer. The stunned woman from North Belmore, Long Island, cried out for help, but no one in the graveyard could hear her scream. The creepy calamity occurred at dusk. The creepy calamity. What a great set of words. This is poetry. The lawyer said, You know what? Getting sucked into your parents' grave when you go to visit them on a cool December afternoon with the sun going down, it's terrifying and traumatizing. <laughs> yeah, you know, on a cool December afternoon with the sun going down, it's very terrifying, very traumatizing. However, if it's on a warm afternoon in August as the sun's coming up... <laughs> It's quite, it's quite, it's quite thrilling and humorous. <laughs> These lawyers are so ridiculous. The 64-year-old Joanne says the chilling incident in the graveyard, the final resting place of her, of her book, bookkeeper mother, Evelyn, and the roofer, father, John, has left her an emotional wreck. I can never go back there again, she says. Oh, come on. She now fears walking in open fields. <laughs> what? You have fears of walking in open fields. 
All right, honey. That's just your uh, lawyer telling you what to say to get $5 million. That's what's going on there. I'm afraid of open fields. I I can't even look at stones anymore. Or uh, I'm afraid if I... I can't even walk by an anthill. That little hole there, I'm afraid I'll fall down it. <laughs> she also needs counseling, says the lawsuit. Yes, lawsuits tend to say things like that. That the person needs unnecessary shit <laughs> so that they can get more money out of an organization or a person or whatever. They say that the grave diggers who backfilled an adjacent grave to Cullen's parents left an underground void that caused Cullen to sink into the netherworld. <laughs> the netherworld. What is this article? It's outrageous that this should happen to anybody falling into, sinking into the netherworld, the attorney says. <laughs> All right. You'll, have, you'll be happy to know that this cemetery is the final resting place for Oscar-nominated actor Vincent Gardenia and Wimbledon men's double champion Vitus Geralatus. Well, now they're going to have to uh, sell these famous graves because they're going to be sued for 64... <laughs> sorry, for $5 million by a 64-year-old woman. Oh, yikes, yikes. Oh. I Technically, I am afraid of being swallowed by a grave. My... my I never thought of it that way, but my biggest fear is being buried alive, like in a coffin. That's like this. That just drives me crazy. I can't even think about that. It gives me what's that word? The heebie-jeebies. Does anyone say that anymore? Or is that just me being an old person? <laughs> Joanne Cullen is suing for five million dollars. She claims she has long-term heebie-jeebies from being sucked into her parents' grave. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You should let me love you. Be the one to want to give you everything you want and need. That's what we do with Weird AF News. Thanks for listening, guys. I got much love for you. Yeah, Jonesy's feeling it. Jonesy's drunk. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm not. Hey, thanks for listening. Did I already say that? Yeah. Please, if you can, tell a neighbor about Weird AF News. Do it. It's a weird thing to tell your neighbor, but I feel like it's fitting. Could be the apartment next door. Or maybe you live out in the forest and your nearest neighbor is 2.2 miles away. Just walk over there, knock on their door and be like, Hey, you should listen to the Weird News Podcast if you haven't. It'll make you a happier individual on a daily. And then just walk away, see what they do. Could you please do that for me? Thank you, I appreciate that. I want to thank those of you who reached out to me. I felt the love, I know. It's great. I'm on the road, heading to Reno going to be doing shows all the way till Sunday. If you happen to be in the area, come on out. Reach out to me on uh, Instagram, at Funny Jones, or Twitter, at Funny Jones, or email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Let me know you're coming. I'll put you on the list. Oh, also Facebook is Comedian Jonesy. And then, of course, you can always call the show. Some people like that, and I enjoy that as well. I like to hear your voice. 
It's 646-450-2012. Did I get that right? Yeah, 2012. And uh, check out the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. And you can become a patron and get some access to some pretty cool extra stuff. Like uh, my prank calls to DUI schools in Florida. And my interview with a with a professional cuddler. I'm going to be doing an, another interview with a Floridian uh, when I get back from Reno. Because one of my good comedian friends is from Florida. And we, I saw him tonight. We talked about it. I said, hey, dude, would you give me an interview? I want to get down to the bottom of the Florida weirdness. And he has a theory of why people in Florida are so messed up. So we're gonna get we're gonna do that. But that's only gonna be on the Patreon, so that's where those things go. So check it out. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And make sure you, you know, eat healthy today. I care about your health. You know? Make sure you get some greens. Try and cut down on the booze and the narcotics if you can. I know how difficult that is, though, if you're in Florida. But, you know, just do your best. Do your best today. Jonesy wants you to. Because I love you. Hey, Jonesy. This is the Ramblin' Gen Xer calling you back. And just wanted to make a quick comment on the story about the dad that they want to charge with the child abuse for being involved in their kid's life. And as a father of five myself, I find it kind of funny that, uh, you know, everybody always wants to claim, including these advocacy groups, that the uh, they don't want government intervention or, you know, people sticking their noses in, yet in this situation, that's what's going on. So a little bit of uh, hypocrisy there. And, uh, and as a parent, I can say that, uh, yeah, kids don't really know what they're doing until they're, you know, adults and even for a while after that. Heck, I'm in my 40s and I'm still figuring it out. So thanks for broadcasting. Appreciated your opinion on it and talk to you later.